Give it up for the Cleveland Browns. Without them, we probably wouldn't have a show. Thanks, Cleveland. What the hell's going on out here? It's Quick Snaps. You want to crown them? They crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. With Kostaki Economopoulos. I got some jokes, you know how we do. And Aaron Hodges. Do you know I tried out as a place kicker for the Hartford Colonials? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Playoffs? We're going to see how it feels. Can't wait. Hey, Quick Snaps listeners. Thanks for coming back, everybody. This is Kostaki Economopoulos. I'm with Aaron Hodges. And uh, this is Quick Snaps, comedy football talk. How do you do? I do well. I do well. We're going to talk about the day that was in the NFL. We're going to uh, eke into some jokes about it all. We're going to talk about a weird thing that came up in our fantasy league in week one. And uh, and we might have a quick visit from Glenn, and we'll do a few gig plugs, and, uh, and, and, and there you go. Yeah, we're going so, to eke into the jokes kind of like the Falcons and the Giants did. <laughs> They eked into the suck. season. They suck. You know what? We knew we knew your team was going to suck. I had hope for my team, and now it's dashed already. It's True. Sunday night of week one. It's too oh, early to give up on the season, but that's, that's you know. Here, they did here. not look good. This is going to help me ease my pain. It's Sunday night. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Cheers. You, this is the second week in a row you surprised me with that move. That's it. You're coming with me to the kitchen. Hold on. <laughs> it's Miller Lite tonight. All right. Yeah, you're, you and your tough guy beers you drink. I was drinking a little Takate earlier today. Oh, I've got, I only have, oh, I do have a couple choices. All right. Oh, I got a, oh, I got a pretty looking can. You're a pretty looking can. <laughs> so what happened to your Falcons? They're terrible. I don't know. I think they're. I think they're playing a good team. I think we're going to realize later in the season that part of it is that they were playing a good team. But I don't think we can deny that part of it is that they're not very good team themselves. <laughs> um, I sure want them to be. I sure thought they were going to be, and I was hugely disappointed from top to bottom, like every phase of the game. They, literally, the first series was a three and out that included a sack. Right yeah. on Ryan, mm-hmm. and on fourth down they had a pl- a punt blocked, oh, and Jesus. then and then you know the Vikings scored a touchdown on that drive. So it was like all three phases in the first few moments were like just decimated and hor- horrific. Right, yeah, I'm sorry. Nice, that was a good crack. This is a Sierra Nevada hazy little thing IPA. Nice. It's a good looking can. All right. So the Falcons' experience was the exact opposite of what happened to the Giants. They came out four plays and a touchdown on their opening drive, and then pretty much nothing after that. That's right. Uh, together, the, the, our two teams maybe made a decent team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my team was terrible for three quarters and then had two garbage-time touchdowns for no reason. Yeah. The only good news is I watched NFL Red Zone, so I barely saw them. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Atlanta soccer team scores more than the Falcons. <laughs> What's their name? It's just the Atlanta FC, right? No, it's uh, Atlanta United. Oh, okay. They're national champions. I'm sorry. I should put some respect on their name. <laughs> they have a cool logo. Uh, I have a I have a shirt that Andreas gave me. It has, it's a cool logo. Um, that's, yeah. 
That's a that's the sound of a defeated football fan. The soccer team has a cool logo. That's what I'm clinging to tonight. Yeah, I know. Uh, five, not even five minutes into week one of the NFL, and we're already talking about Atlanta United. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Raptors, but it'll have to do for now. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, man. I. It was fun, though, just to embrace it all and have all the fantasy implications and DraftKings and Pick'em Leagues and surprising touchdowns and rookies that were, like, you know, surprisingly great. And Lamar Jackson. Holy shit, Lamar Jackson. Oh, my goodness. Good for him. Nobody saw that coming. And he stood there on the podium after, and he goes, not bad for a running back. That's what he said to the media. Good for him. Love it. Love it. <laughs> he was my reach during the draft, so it's not looking like a reach at all right now. It's looking um, like you deserve a reach around. <laughs> and I picked up Hollywood Brown in, the, in, our, in our league as well. So uh, I didn't have the balls to play him. His first ever game, they didn't think he was going to play it until this morning. Uh, but he looks like he's could be the real deal too. So, oh my goodness, that team, man! I told you, I said this is going to be one of the most interesting story arcs of the NFL season. If if they can put it together with Lamar Jackson, that team's going to be really interesting to watch. So, I think that's their sneaky plan. He's got a good enough arm to hit deep ones, so they can't stack the box, and he can run it, right? True. Yeah. It is an interesting dynamic. It's like a nightmare for the defense. So good for them. It's awesome. It was, uh, although to be fair, they were playing the Dolphins. <laughs> Easily the worst team in the NFL. They won 59 to 10. And it wasn't that close. I followed along that game. It was never that close. <laughs> I'm surprised the Dolphins got 10. Uh, yeah, that. That's crazy. Here's a fun stat. Fitzpatrick became the first ever player to throw a pass for eight different teams. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Slash that's a neat stat. Pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> the Ravens scored so many times they had to use their week five end zone dance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like shooting dolphins in a barrel, <laughs> which was one of the original attractions at SeaWorld. Times have really changed. Um uh, the Fox pregame show has a better lineup than the Dolphins. <laughs> I got a lot of Dolphins jokes. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. The Dolphins have traded away so many players. I think they're putting helmets on equipment managers and hot dog vendors. Just get out there and try to lose by 50. If you can, if there's any way to, oh, the Dolphins. Think how bad you have to be to embarrass Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins in tuna cans feel less dominated. Teal is embarrassed. Hanging chads are embarrassed. A drunk guy in a wife beater threatening his girlfriend with their pet alligator is embarrassed somewhere right now. Uh, the 72 dolphins are rolling over near their graves. <laughs> rolling over into their graves, some of them. <laughs> in Vegas, the dolphins have the same odds of winning the Super Bowl as they do the World Series. <laughs> Miami escaped Dorian, but not Hurricane Lamar. Good for him. Who, contrary to some reports, was never in danger of playing in Alabama. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Foles broke his collarbone. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. 
Well, he didn't. Some meme guy from the Chiefs did it. <laughs> he didn't do it to himself. It's not as, yeah. <laughs> that's an injury that's going to keep him out for a bit, yeah? Yeah, it sounds like half a season-ish. Man, that's Which I don't know how you come back from that in half a season even. Or it ever. Seems like it's, yeah, right? It seems like a thing that would be, I don't know, easy to re-break <laughs> under the pressure of the biggest, scariest guys in the world <laughs> running you down. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce to you Gardner Minshew. What a name. It doesn't even, it sounds like you made it up. Like I didn't put a dent in that car. That was Gardner Minshew. This <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a real thing. Sounds like a meditation you do in some vegetation. <laughs> <laughs> I am not happy about the Falcons. I'm going to go do some Gardner Minshew. <laughs> It'd be great to step in the backup uh, role and really help out the team. Uh, Nick Foles, that would be nice <laughs> yeah. if, he was, if he was available. Yeah, it's so messed up. I've I've heard several people <laughs> take digs at uh, Carson Wentz. They'll, they'll be like, "Oh, Philly can't do it," and they just have their backup quarterback now. And I'm like, "Come on, man, come on." Ugh. Carson Wentz owes him a favor. He should come down and start a few games for the Jaguars. So what else did you see around the league? What, what surprised you? What was exciting? What what was fun? What, what were your reactions about it all? Uh, I saw uh, a headline that Kyler Murray leads his team to a comeback, but they <laughs> he led them back to a tie. So I was like, that's kind of a misleading headline. Now, again, I was watching Red Zone, but – it was the late game, and it went to overtime, and it was the only game on for a while. And I have to say, like in his first ever game, like he parent the offense was apparently really sad for three quarters, but they put it together, man. They made a game of it, and he looked good. He looked totally in control of that game by the end of it. Yeah, he's gonna be a stud for sure. I was shocked by the Browns getting stomped. Yeah, that surprised I, me too. I guess Browns are gonna Brown. <laughs> Forty-three to thirteen. You, was it you who said to me this week, like, if the Browns are going to be a real thing, they have to beat the Titans? This is right? their year. I didn't say no. they have to beat the Titans, but. But, yeah, they do, though. I mean, if they're going to be the kind of team that everyone thinks they, they can be, they, ha- they have to win this kind of game. And they well, didn't. They were, they were never even in it. Certainly can't lose by 30. Oh, my goodness. A lot of companies in the Midwest have gone out of business, but. In Cleveland, the factory of sadness is booming. It's <laughs> doing just fine. After the game, your boy, Baker Mayfield, was taken for x-rays. They came back negative for dangerous. Oh, he's not dangerous? <laughs> it was not dangerous today. Mm. They were positive for overconfidence, though. So <laughs> uh, Odell Beckham Jr. wore a $350,000 watch during the game, but uh, he and Mayfield still had Casio timing. <laughs> you're proud of yourself uh, for that one aren't you uh, that's funny it's a funny <laughs> joke the browns lost and it's somehow an upset that's you know it's a weird world they're they're a, they're a new category of thing the browns are overrated i don't remember them ever being overrated or ever rated <laughs> they've never even been rated oh man <laughs> Uh, Cleveland donned their color rust jerseys for the big opener 
and fans responded with their traditional judgment rush. <laughs> How convenient that paper bags are already brown. That's nice. <laughs> nice for everyone. The, the Browns are like showering with a woman. They seem good in your mind's eye, but then you just end up frustrated and cold and wet. <laughs> <laughs> My least favorite place for coitus. <laughs> it is the most overrated situation. So overrated. <laughs> coitus. <laughs> it's a family show, sometimes. It's, it's, yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess you could say coitus on NPR. Yeah, I think so. Situation. All right. Uh, Nick Foles and Tyreek Hill both injured their collarbones, which is good news for Aaron Rodgers because he, of course, gets a commission every time someone hurts their collarbone. Uh, what else happened? CBS dropped the Chiefs-Jags game due to technical difficulties. Too bad the Falcons game was on Fox. <laughs> There was a power outage in the stadium. It was the Jaguars' defense. <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> went out of power. So I, I looked this up today because somebody hit me to this. The NFL stopped blacking out games in 2015. But it's on like an annual renewal thing. Like it's a temporary rule. Like they could change it at any point. Um, That's like if the rule where if the game doesn't sell out, they black it out. Right. They don't show it in the local market if it doesn't sell out. And they've suspended that for like the last four or five years. It's um, an insane rule. Yeah. I, I mean, growing up, I remember it was a problem. It was like, oh, no, if the game doesn't, we can't watch the game. Like it was, it was a thing. That's extortion. Uh, <laughs> it's a little, it is a little extortiony, to say the least. Um, yeah, you're right. That's extortion. Strong word, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, in the old days, the NFL wasn't nearly as successful and sort of, you know, king of the world and markets that had crummy teams for years. It was typical for a Falcons game not to sell out, you know. <laughs> so they earned the right to strong arm their fan base. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, <laughs> saying, I'm not defending anyone. <laughs> Uh, what else happened sort of broadly around the league? My my other favorite team is losing right now as we record this Monday night. The whoever's playing the Patriots, yeah, right, <laughs> twenty yeah. to three. Uh, yeah. I had a brutal day with my real team, my fantasy teams, my second favorite team. Um, let's see, the Bears Packers game. People were talking about how boring it was. I liked it. I liked a defensive struggle with lots of sacks and. Good quarterbacks getting shut down. I thought it was kind oh, of fun. Not for me. Not for me. Not a fantasy game, that's for sure. No, lots of disappointment Red there. Redskins were up big today. Eagles came charging back and won. Jets were up big. Bills came storming back and won. Uh, Chiefs just handled the Jaguars top to bottom from the very get-go. Although Tyreek's going to be out for a couple, three, four weeks or something now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mahomes looked good. I didn't like him limping around as a fantasy owner. No. Uh, Titans destroyed the Browns. That was probably the biggest surprise of the day, right? I think so. Uh, Rams beat the Panthers. Gurley does not look like himself. And they're not feeding it to him like they used to either. Yeah, Malcolm Brown got a lot of carries. Got two touchdowns. I couldn't help notice as the owner of Fat Bottom Gurley. 
I have him in just about every league. I thought he was a pretty obvious handcuff. Yeah, but what do you do now? Because they're both healthy. Well, I don't know. Gurley's <laughs> probably on some load management here. It's a nightmare for fantasy. It's exactly what I was afraid was going to happen. Now you root for one of them to get hurt. That's not what you. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other, the rookie kid Henderson's going to come in and make it even worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seahawks eked out a win against the Bengals at home. Surprised me that was close. Um, Chargers beat the Colts, who we buried too early. Right? Chargers had to take it to overtime to win that game. Uh, Buccaneers look terrible. That surprised me a little bit. I thought there was Meh. some chance that they were at least going to have an exciting offense, but no. No, sir. Jameis threw two touchdowns to the wrong team. <laughs> Did he really? Two pick sixes? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and none to Mike Evans. Couldn't help but notice that. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Cowboys beat the Giants pretty handily, but we thought that was going to happen. What happens tomorrow? Tomorrow we got two games, right? We got uh, Broncos, Raiders, Texans, Saints. Those are both interesting. Yes, those will be good games. I think. Who knows? Yeah, Texans, Saints could be a crazy fantasy explosive shootout kind of thing. Hey, Josh Gordon's touchdown was pretty nice. Josh Gordon tonight? I didn't see it, actually. I missed it. I saw the score in the stat line. Pretty nice. He kind of got undercut and somehow managed to stay on his feet. Very impressive. Yeah, he's good. Does he stay in his head through the season? Is he doing it right this year for the first time in a while? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to do it. I hope you're right from a personal point of view. But <laughs> I hope the Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon things blow up in their faces from a team point of view. <laughs> oh, God, I just hate the Patriots so much. <laughs> so much. All right, can I do uh, six or eight Ant- Antonio Brown jokes? <laughs> Let them rip. It's, it seems required at this point. What do Antonio Brown and Robert Kraft have in common? What? This, this year they both had a high-profile release. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully Antonio can get his hands on some of Josh's stash and chill the fuck out. <laughs> Antonio Brown's like Ilsa, the Disney princess, frozen and then let go. <laughs> what, what if Antonio Brown is to Patriots as proton torpedoes are to Death Star? P- please let that be true. <laughs> the only way you could kill them is from the inside. <laughs> uh Finally, and answered the question, how could I possibly hate the Patriots anymore? Well, there's your answer. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, Antonio said it was God's plan on Twitter. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure God meant for you to freeze off the bottoms of your own feet and uh, paint your old unsafe helmet the wrong colors then call your boss a cracker and punt it into the stands. That's one of my favorite Bible verses. Call him a cracker. That is the epitome of white privilege right there. That's the worst thing you can call a white guy. (laughs) (laughs) What's is white trash worse than cracker? It sounds worse to me, but they're kind of a 
who cares tie for me personally yeah I mean, they're so like whatever same <laughs> oh going deep to dorset touchdown patriots oh really this one's over what a disappointment i have to say there were several disappointments today Ugh. so i got the um by the way the raiders signed antonio brown vontez perfect and richie incognito this offseason like what the fuck did you think was going to happen with this team can't hire a bunch of skunks and expect it not to smell in there. You That's know, a volatile situation. It is. I was trying to tell my wife what Richie did <laughs> over the summer. It's <laughs> a crazy story. The funeral thing? Yes. Some some version of he insisted on cutting his dad's his dead father's head off and leaving with it. <laughs> <laughs> And like pitching a fit, and like the cops had to get involved. Like it was a scene at the place. Like, Good uh, God! I know, right? That's the guy you want on your team. <laughs> That's the guy you want to hire right away. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So I, I put together the um, gifts from the fantasy football gods power rankings. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Over the years, you know, doing this crazy thing. Honorable mentions to Terrell Owens and Le'Veon Bell and Mark Sanchez. But uh, number five, current player, uh, Josh Gordon. He's been fun to talk about. Uh, number four, Ocho Cinco. Oh, number, yeah. Number three, uh, Tim Tebow. A lot of angles on that story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, all the way up to number two, just based on the last month for the most part, Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's been on fire. And uh, the and he's very likely to keep giving. <laughs> and the number one uh, gift from the football comedy gods, uh, Johnny Menzel. It's not even close to second. Wow! Guess. Wow! See, I, I thought Tebow carried uh, carried carried you through a few seasons there. That's true. Tebow and Menzel both had multi-season appeal. <laughs> Most of these things are one-season flameout stories. But that's true. They were both multi-seasons with lots of angles. Tebow probably had the most angles of anyone, but he was not easily hated. <laughs> so it was harder to write jokes about him because you kind of like, you know, he's going, all these other assholes are beating up their girlfriends and getting DUIs. He's building a hospital in the Philippines. Like, he's the real deal. He's a legit good guy. So it wasn't as much fun to make fun of as Johnny Menzel was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think you gotta give a nod to Manti Teo, making the, the fake girlfriend and all that. Manti Teo, I, I put him in the honorable mentions at least. Good point. I forgot <laughs> him. <laughs> I think <laughs> a lot a of people did. Is he? That's gonna, a story who's he playing no for? I've never heard of before or since. I think he's a Bengal. That's my guess without looking it up. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look it up so we don't give misinformation to our fans. Don't want to do that. Manti Teo, American linebacker, currently a free agent, according to this. Oh. Huh. Manti Teo, da, da, da. Hmm. I'm surprised to see that. I wonder if that's totally updated. I bet you he's telling people he plays for the Bengals. <laughs> He's got an imaginary team now. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Can we can we move to the fantasy realm here? Because we had a weird thing in our league, and I haven't had a chance to speak with you about this off the air. So let's get into it here. Okay. Because you're, you're both my opponent and my commissioner. <laughs> and, we, and we had a weird thing that happened. Yeah, you want to lay it out? I am I am low on computer battery all of a sudden, and I'm probably not going to have some of these details in front of me. But basically, uh, not a flake, like a legit player in our league dropped Antonio Brown. A former champion. The inaugural champion. Yeah, that's right. Inaugural champion in our league. Somehow, was it Friday? Dropped Antonio Brown. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Well, all right. Well, to give you some background, she, uh, Susan, didn't get any messages from me for, as the league commissioner that that I was sending out about the draft. So she apparently didn't know that the draft was even happening. So she ends up auto-drafting and ends up, I guess, with this player that she absolutely doesn't want. And, I mean, I would try to fucking shop him before I dropped him, but... Uh, <laughs> I guess some people have convictions, and she decided to to just drop them after. I think it was even before the Raiders actually released them. I I think she, yes, she dropped them be, like when he was just it was just a a threatened suspension was coming, and uh, obviously it didn't happen. And the Raiders released them, and Antonio Brown goes on the waiver wires, and I I guess lucky me, I'm top of the waiver wire, so I of course claimed them we had a message on there uh about you know rules of about certain players being undroppable and i'm kind of i've always kind of been against letting a site dictate who can be dropped or not because circumstances are always different yeah right but but i can totally see the merits of it it's for it's to protect against exactly this kind of crazy outlier choice that a, that a manager makes, right? Yeah. I mean, he very well could be, if things fall his way, the number one wide receiver in fantasy this season. Um, he might disappear and fall off the map, too. I mean, that's what you get with Antonio Brown. But he's certainly an interesting player to have in fantasy. <laughs> I mean, at minimum, whatever you feel about him personally, <laughs> he's a freaky, talented uh wide receiver and he just ended up failing into the best team in the league yeah it's not it's not even fair failing up (laughs) following in josh gordon's failing up footsteps yeah so i mean i don't know i i even thought twice about even claiming them because i thought there might be an uproar but um everybody so far seems to be like well that's the way it happened Well, yeah, I mean, it's nobody's fault. It's a it's a weird choice on her part. Who, as a side note, picked up Ross, who had the game of his life today. Did he really? Did she start yeah. him? Yeah. Well, I didn't look at that, but that's who she traded him for. That's who she picked up off the wire, and he scored twice and had, like, a crazy good game. I'm telling you, this fantasy stuff is such a crapshoot sometimes. You think you're so uh, yeah, good at right? it, but it just doesn't that, matter. <laughs> That that guy wasn't even drafted. <laughs> it's just amazing. In a 16-team league. Yeah. Um, but so here's, among my other questions, 
how come I wasn't the first to have waiver priority? Because I was the last one to draft. And isn't that the default before there's a game? I I don't know. I was kind of wondering that myself. I, I looked at the waiver order real quick and then I didn't look too deeply into it. I guess I just assumed that you had made some kind of claim already. Or because I don't I, I don't I don't know why I I was first to be to be up there. If I'm not mistaken, I have the first waiver priority now because I haven't done anything. But I, it was, it was, is it a glitch in the system that I didn't have it? I mean, the other thing is I didn't even know this was happening on the board because I'm busy writing Antonio Brown jokes and chasing the baby <laughs> around. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't look at the board on whatever it was Friday slash Saturday. And so I never even had a chance, which is which leads me to my last question about this. How short is the waiver period when there's not a game? Because it seemed like it was less than 24 hours. And what good is that? That doesn't protect the people from anything. I I don't know. I think it's all weird at the beginning of the of the season. And then after that, it's I don't know. How does that work? It's like two days usually. I I feel like the waiver claims go through like Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. So it's like you got yeah. you got you got a couple of three days to get your shit together after yeah, the yeah. games. Uh huh. And in this case, there was no time. I didn't even know it happened until it already happened. I think it's in those situations where the players haven't played yet. I think it's one day. Hmm. I think that's a weird rule too, right? I guess. I mean, these are unusual situations. It would be like, like Gronkowski is reinstated if he's somehow on the wire, that it just protects that player for one 24-hour cycle while people get their shit together and put a claim in. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna have to take it up with ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel free to put an asterisk by my name when I win the title. But you pass uh, the buck, motherfucker. I just. I just say man I, I got no actually i agree with you it's not anything that you did wrong at yeah. any point of course but it's weird that it's i don't know it's a, whatever the default situation is is what we have to go with as a league and if that's what it is that's what it is there's nobody can complain about it but it does seem like a weird system right i i don't know i think it makes sense to me <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> I hope it blows up in your face too. Yeah, prob- probably will. I hope, I hope he's useless. He's What's so stupid. The- he's so stupid. Good though. He's gonna be fine. What's the worst that can happen? He quits at halftime. Yeah. What is the worst that can happen? He'll do something and be cut, and then no other team will sign him for the year or something. Or the the Patriots will do some tricky thing where they'll own his rights and they won't release him and they'll pay him the minimum so he's so he gets fucked for the year or something. Some crazy thing like that. I think an interesting thing that did happen in all this Antonio Brown saga situation is that uh, he was how uh, these contracts absolutely mean nothing because how can guaranteed money not be guaranteed money anymore? Right. It's because he was suspended. So it 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 somehow reneges on the contract deal because he did something detrimental to the team. So that's in the contract right you can't be a jackass at that level okay yeah which if the patriots are smart they have some version of that <laughs> set up too yeah, but they sure. did, 
They did have they they also had some sort of a guarantee thing with I think it's nine million guaranteed and up to fifteen mil with you know with incentives. Um, yeah, the the whole thing's crazy. <laughs> it's just and it's got to suck for Gruden and Mayock and the Raiders. Like you know they were really counting on him being a big part of that team and the offense and the face that was moving to Vegas. You know, and now they lose him. They gave up, you know, draft picks and all this time and effort, and they built the team. You know, there's, there's not really a legit number one wide receiver on that team anymore. Yeah. And, and they see him go away to, you know, the scariest, best team in the league. You the know, goddamn like Patriots. Yeah. The tickets, absolutely nothing for what they gave <clears throat> up is, yeah, like they can't be feeling good about themselves. And the Patriots, for their part, uh, the story broke yesterday that they tried to trade for Antonio last year and offered a first rounder and the Steelers said no because they didn't want him in, you know, like right there. And the Steelers end up selling him on the cheap to the Raiders and the Raiders ended up cutting him. So the the Patriots got him for nothing. And if, and if even if it doesn't work out, they'll get some, you know, one of those consolation draft picks next year. Like... It's just so annoying that the rich keep getting richer. <laughs> they just, just keep gaming the system, man. Ugh. It's noxious. Um, gig plugs. I got some good gigs coming up. Uh, this will be fairly brief, though. Uh, clubs. I don't always do clubs, but the next couple months, I got some great clubs. I'm doing Dr. Grin's in Grand Rapids next weekend, September 12th through 14th, uh, right in the middle of Michigan. So if you live anywhere in Michigan, except the UP, you got no excuse. Come see me. Um, Youngstown, Ohio. I'm doing the Funny Farm one night only, Thursday night, September 26th. And then I'm heading on to Toledo to do the Funny Bone there for a couple nights. And then uh, mid October, I'm doing uh, Liquid Laughs, your favorite. Ah, uh, we have a team named after that, that <laughs> club in Boise. Shout out to Ben. I also have a super cool gig in uh, Albuquerque coming up. That's one of my independent stations I call. They put together a super cool casino gig for me in November. So all that's coming up. Go Very see Kostaki on the road, folks. Yeah, yeah man. And uh, just for the F, uh, FYI for the listeners, I signed a deal with Envision to uh, distribute quick snaps around the country as a regular call-in segment on the radio. And so I'm signing deals right now, and they're pitching the thing all over the place. And uh, – there's some chance that could be a really huge thing for us. So, uh, so that's good news. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Um, what's you want to play the Glenn thing? <laughs> what is, yeah. What is this? You're going to have to walk me through it. You know what? I like the pitch more than the product so far, but it's still <laughs> early in the season. So maybe we can, you know, we can tweak the, uh, we're, we're, we're still experimenting. How about that? Okay. I mean, here's a worst-case scenario. You asked about what Antonio Brown, about Glenn Grizzard. We just challenge him to do some crazy accents again. Um, <laughs> but he pitched to me like a quick-minute segment of him making fun of whatever the team is that the Falcons are playing that week. Okay. Which I like that idea. Remember when we, when we went to the Jets, uh, you know, uh, tailgate, and there was that table of guys that every week they – make the food of the opponent. <laughs> so it's in that spirit. Yeah, it's that spirit. I like the idea of it. So this is Glenn making fun of the Vikings. That's what this is. 
Because you wouldn't pass the initiation. What initiation? Well, for starters, you have to purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Yes, thank you, Your Highness, for welcoming us to a brand new season of Kostaki's oldest buddy, Glenn. I'm defending our Falcons against all comers this year, and depending on the injuries, it might be the only defense they got. But whoever we play, I'm going to pick on them, tell embarrassing tales like I do about Kostaki, you know? Week one couldn't be any easier or dirtier. The artist formerly known as Prince and currently known as Dead was onto something with the power of that Lake Minnetonka. I know there are folks that remember something happening when the Vikings took to the waters to ravage and pillage and party like it was 11.99, but I just did a little digging and find out it was way hornier and pornier than I ever knew. Did you know that the crew of the boat, that I swear was called the Miss Chevious, testified that some of the most prominent Purple People pokers was rolling around naked on the deck with over 50 professional female entertainers? Did you know they were paying these entertainers to roll about on top of one another as well? That poor boat crew had so many tales to tell they had to start abbreviating and there ain't never been a police report with more bjs dps and bbc's than on the mischievous that night if you want to know more i'll send you to the barstool sports mini doc on the youtubes see y'all next week oh no let's go <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about <laughs> I, I mean seriously i'm so i'm so lost is, is the- he talking about a prince orgy it's uh, the the Vikings had a had a much ballyhooed scandal maybe oh, ten years ago. Oh yeah, the boat thing. Yeah, they yeah, had all the hookers yeah. on the boat. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that. He picked a uh, subject too obscure for you to even know what he was saying. I, I all I heard was like some references to Prince and then like just <laughs> people having sex in police reports. I, I He's don't... trying not to be too on the nose. He's an artist. You see, <laughs> you're right. I guess yeah. yeah. I just. Maybe it's just not my cup of tea, I guess. <laughs> we have some other ideas for Glenn too, so we're gonna we're gonna experiment and see what we land on. Just give it a little time to get to mid-season form. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, what else did we forget? Uh, follow us on social media. Engage with us. We're doing fun stuff out there. Uh, at Quick Snap Show, at Funny Kostaki, at Aaron Hodges on Twitter. And Instagram as well, and Facebook. The Facebook fan page has sort of become my home base for super connectivity with the people who are following along. And, of course, the Twitter page is my home base for just, like, playing out, experimenting with the jokes. It's my joke playground. Um, So come follow along and uh, engage and ask questions and see what's up. Somebody today uh, said they miss uh, bold predictions. Yeah, I saw that. You want to? We could do that once in a while, maybe, maybe not every week. But when it's feeling, when, you know, when you you feel a certain inspiration, just oh, to yeah. give a bold I prediction. I don't mind that. I was wrong about everything today. I don't, I don't feel qualified. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised by many things today. Yeah, I think everybody was though. But that's the NFL, man. That's what makes it fun to watch. You know, any know given Sunday. Happen. That's right, man. Well, uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. You as well, sir. What what happened in your fantasy thing in in our league? What uh, what happened? Uh, I'm I'm gonna lose unless uh, Cortland Sutton and Duke Johnson go off. Okay. So Hasselback's got the better of me, I think. Hasselback, Dave. Yes, sir. Dave's gonna come find me in Toledo. See, there's a real fan. There's a friend. He comes to see the show. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna. 
both my keeper leagues, I have maybe the best teams I've had in 10 years, and I'm losing both of those games for sure. One of them to Glenn, no less. Ugh. 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 I, it was it was Mahomes against Lamar Jackson. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I know, right? <laughs> and actually, I have the reverse in my uh, quick snaps league. I, I have Lamar Jackson, but I'm going to need a little help from Latavius Murray to pull this one out. We'll see what happens. Oh. Yeah, that's not plan A that that's who you're depending <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel pretty good about it. We'll see. Yeah, I think you're going to win. Um, all right, man. Uh, I enjoyed it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good to talk to you, Aaron Hodges. You as well. Subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen, please.